the name of love. Well, we're off to an awful start, but you know, there we go. I was singing you too before I started the podcast. Uh, welcome to the random podcast with me, Marquez. 136. Wow. What day is it? Tuesday. Wow. The 17th of wow. September. My God, it's September. Do you remember? In the name of love. One man in the name of love. Oh, how we hate Bono in Ireland. But then you leave Ireland and you two come on the radio and you just start singing along. Dun, 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 dun. In the name of love, beautiful day. Can't even sing the song that I wanted to sing. With or without glue. And then you're like, I fucking love you, Bono. Tears streaming down your face. Streaming, streaming. You're like, you're the man, Bono. Just stop being a prick. <laughs> Not that I know even why we all think you're a prick in Ireland. Is it because you're successful? Is it because you've money? Is it because you're not working at the bank or as a plumber and you're pissed off and you hate your wife? What is it, Bono? Why do we hate you and Conor McGregor? Is it because he used to be used to be just a fighter and then he got too big for his boots? That's the biggest fear in Ireland. Oh, you don't want to get too big for your boots. You think you're better than us? No, we're all the same pieces of shit. So stop thinking you're too big for your boots, buddy boy. Oh, you're too you're too good to talk to me now. You're good, too good to talk to me. A fellow Irishman at two in the morning at a pub and I'm slobbering on your arm and I'm sweating. I'm saying, come on, let's do some more shots. I think you're too good, fuck, too good, fucking, fucking too good for me now. Bono and Colin McGregor. I don't, I don't think we hate Colin Farrell, which is weird because he's very successful too. Strange. Maybe he never did anything bad. Maybe that he was found to be hooking up with Britney Spears and we were like, wow, that's amazing. Now that's an achievement. You can take all your accolades and all your fame and fortune, but you're hooking up with Britney Spears as an Irishman? You're giving hope to other Irishmen around the world that that's possible? Giving hope to women that... Well, I don't know what hope you were giving Irish women, but maybe is that they loved... Um, they loved Britney so much that it was just like, wow... If he hooks up with Brittany, I'd love if he hooked up with me. Please, please hook up with me. Please, Colin. Colin, come here. Colin. Colin, come here and hook up with me. Come home to us, Colin. Come home. What the sweet Lord am I rambling on about? Don't get too big for your breeches. That's an Irish thing. Oh, you're too big. I remember even when I first moved to L.A., that was enough to piss people off. Just moving here. They'd be like, oh, you think you're famous? <laughs> That's funny when people are like, oh, you moved to uh, Hollywood? You think you're famous now, big Hollywood Hayes? Mr. Big Shot? Oh, you're too good for us, is it? And I was like, I just got on a plane. I just got on a plane, and now I landed in the place. That I haven't changed yet. I will change, hopefully. Please, God. Please, God, we all change. But, um, yeah, what? And then I started writing a blog, and then people would get upset if the blog got traction or if it turned into newspaper stuff or if radio stations were phoning me. And then people would send me emails. that They would think it's an anonymous email on my blog, and they're like, you need to stop this bullshit. You need to come home. You're embarrassing your city. You're embarrassing the country. Come on away home. Come on, stop. And... 
they're kind of stupid because they had to put in their real name for it to like register on the blog as oh their real name and their well not a real name they could have made something up but these clowns these clowns put in their real uh email address and i would take the email address and i'd say i wonder who this is now bitching at me and I'd put it into Facebook, and lo and behold, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I know this fucker. We used to play soccer together. Oh, I know him. Oh, that's the guy with the company. Oh, I know him and his friend. Oh, they both hate me. That's cool. Don't get too big for your breaches, or else you'll be cancelled. That was the old-fashioned cancelling in Ireland. A lot of people have been cancelled recently. Um comedians actors god only knows who else comedian cancel cancel them all i was thinking about it though it must feel unreal to be cancelled because have you ever cancelled plans oh better you no need viagra you don't need viagra if you cancel a plan cancel a plan and boing upper pops upper pops you'd be like hello erection didn't realize you were still alive I thought you had died. I haven't had an erection in, in nine years. Why? Because I've never cancelled a plan. And then I just said, fuck it, let's cancel a plan. And then you get an erection and you're back in the game. You're alive. Once again, you thought at one point, has my sperm died? Has my sperm given up? Has my sperm retired? Is my sperm now lazy and fat, sitting poolside watching the other sperm swim? Sitting on a sitting and sipping on a, a fruity cocktail a Thai Mai, whatever they're called just sipping away I mean like, ah, I used to be in shape I used to swim, lads I used to I used to go for it, I used to go for the goal I used to have I used to live a productive life, but now nah, fuck it I'm retiring, I'm getting fat gonna get a nice tan I'm just gonna give up and then I'll die but at least I'll have a nice little bit. I'm going to chill. I'll watch you all swim. Go on. The rest of you swim. I'm just going to sit here. And then maybe I'll I'll order a couple of prostitutes over. Because is that not what retired sperm would do? I don't know. I'm not a retired sperm. So we're really talking up my anus here. Um, but yeah, if cancelling a plan. Oh, cancel me, baby. If being cancelled feels as good as cancelling plans... Sign me up. Sign me up. Come on, go through my podcasts. I, there's definitely stuff in it that you're like, oh, he said that. Well, he's done. He's gone now. He's gone. He said that. He said what? That women in their 40s who uh, start selling jewelry are just bored housewives. <laughs> They're selling you pieces of shit. He said that. Well, then let's fucking cancel the fucker. He said that uh, maybe all these American dudes, these white dudes are shooting, doing mass murders because they're all circumcised. They're missing from something from their lives. They're angry. They're angry because they've no f- uh, foreskin. Cancel him. Cancel the, cancel the prick. Cancel him. Oh, it must feel unreal. The canceling. Come on. The canceling. It's coming for us all. And then we die. That's the ultimate canceling. Death. That's God saying, um, that's enough now. You're, you're over. It's, it's done. You've been cancelled. And you're like, oh no. And then you die. That's what it is. 
just in case you're wondering what it feels like to die, it's like someone whispering in your ear, it's me, God, you're cancelled. And you're like, no, dead. Out like a flash. Out like a light. Like you took some Xanax on a flight. You went sickle mode and you got cancelled. The cancelling came and oh boy, did you take it right in the face. Like a bucket of bucket of um, retired sperm. You took it in the face and you didn't know what to do with it. So you, were, you died. You cancelled yourself. Like I was meant to go with a girl later on and she's sick and she cancelled. And oh, oh, such happiness, such delight. Oh, the joy that came washed over me. It was like I was baptized with joy. A gush of cancellation wind poured over my head. And Jesus, did I see joy. Joy flooded into me, got an erection, walked into the kitchen counter, stubbed my toe, fell over, hit my head off the wall. But when I woke up from a mild concussion, Oh boy, was I happy. And the weirdest part was, I actually liked this girl. <laughs> that's what, that's how you know cancelling is the best. Because like, if a girl that you like cancels on you and you're still happy, you're like, just can't be topped. Cancelling beats, uh, beats true love any day the, of the week. Cancel me up, baby. That's how. Now, if you really want to make a man happy, cancel plans. Oh, he'll be, he'll be in love with you. Even though you've got a bad cold and you could be dying, you could be on the way out, I'll be very happy. Plus, it, it was meant to be a date. And, you know, dates, you don't, they're not, for, they're not for us here at the podcast, dear listener. We can try them, but, you know, we'll fail miserably. If you're, a, if you're good at dates, I doubt you're listening to this. Um, you're probably just stumbled into a relationship or you're single. One of the two, maybe you're married and bored and you're like, I need a way out. Um, yeah, dates are brutal. I don't go on them. I'll just invite someone to a comedy show, and then I can gauge: is this person sane? Is she normal? Is she psycho? Is she dull? Is she dead? Is she a laugh? Is she catfish? Is she photoshopped? Does she smell? All big fears of ours. And then dates. That's why dates to me, they're like, oh, this is a self-sabotage situation. Oh, this should be fun. Let's put myself in a situation I don't like that makes me uneasy. And it's socially awkward as is. And it's like, okay, let's force it. I feel like dates are probably like what it must be like having sex with a whore. <laughs> You're just like spending money. It's not like natural. It's just abruptly over. And you feel dirty after it. Am I right? It's very awkward. And you'll probably drink too much to overcompensate. <laughs> there we have it. Dates are exactly like having sex with a prostitute. Wow, we nailed it on the podcast. Good work, everyone. We came together. We joined our beautiful minds, and we came up with all oh, that theory. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that theory in a Matt's book someday. You'll be like, we did it, guys. Beautiful minds dating. What's it like? It's like having sex with a prostitute. End of story. And everyone will nod and they'll say, "Wow, that's so true." We don't even have to explain it. 
I feel like my greatest fear on a date too. This is my greatest fear as an Irishman. It would be causing a scene. Any kind of scene at all. Oh, you're causing the scene in public. You're bringing shame onto me and my family. You're bringing shame onto the people. Other people now think that we're not polite. We're not nice people. God is watching. Surely there's a priest going to appear out of somewhere with a torch, a flashlight, and beat us in the head with it, saying, would you stop fucking being loud and causing a scene and raising your voice? Shh, come on. Honestly, though, causing a scene is the worst fear in Ireland. Anywhere. You're on an airplane. You're at church. You're at a restaurant. Just don't cause a scene. If anything, let it play out. You apologize profusely. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck it. I did something wrong here. I know you don't have my seat. I know you oversold the flight, but it's my fault. It's all good. I'll get off. It's grand. No, it's grand. I love saying all good, and it's grand. It's grand. It's very Irish. All good feels American. Because they mean the opposite of it being all good. And no, it's not grand. Oh, you broke your leg. No, it's all good. It's grand. Don't cause a fuss. Keep walking. It's fine. I'll catch up. I'll be fine. It's grand. I'm grand. I'm good. No, I'm not crying. These are just my eye drops. They're coming back out of my eyes. It's grand. Keep going. I'll catch up. One girl responded to a tweet I said about uh, causing a scene, and she said that it reminds her of her time her granddad took the bus while he was having a heart attack. He took the bus to the the hospital because he didn't want to cause a scene. Good man, granddad. I respect that. I respect it. You're dying, but you wanted your dignity. You wanted to die with dignity at least. You don't want to cause a scene and then you owe people favors and they're like worried and you're like, shut, you've got your own stuff to worry about. Don't worry about me. It's just shooting pains in my left arm. It'll be grand. I'll be good. Sure, the bus is here. Oh, it's not here for 40 minutes. That's grand. I can I'll have, I can just walk around. I'll walk off the heart attack. I'll get the bus. Not the bus, sure. Not, I know it's 40 minutes, but that's it stops a lot. But now you're grand. Stop get away i'm taking the bus now that's a proud irishman which i can stand behind i can stand behind that you're you're too proud to cause a scene it's one of a great irish trait what else is a good irish trait oh we're terrified about being gay i i realized that recently again it was brought mind i do remember one time in school a guy called me gay because i said i was going to bed early fucking gay (laughs) that's so dumb i was wrecked and he called me gay for going to bed early and you're like okay it makes no sense now looking back but i've been an insomniac ever since haven't slept a wink because you know you'll never call me gay again You'll, you'll never, you'll never, you won't ever have that over me ever again. I'm going to bed at 4 a.m. every day. Don't care how tired I am. And sometimes I'm not even going to go to bed. Who's a, who's a heterosexual now? Sean. Hey, Sean, you called me gay for going to bed early? 10 o'clock on a school night? Remember that, Sean? Yeah, who's gay now, Sean? Who looks 25 years older than he actually is because he's so sleep-deprived? You like that, Sean? 
Do you think a gay man would let this happen to his face? Do you think he'd let himself just fucking crumble away like that, Sean? Do you? Well, l- who's who's laugh, laughing now? Who's last laughing, Sean? Huh? Can't talk because I haven't slept in fucking years. But who's laughing now, Sean? Who's the straightest person ever now? I got you, Sean. You thought you got me calling me gay for going to bed early? No, Sean. Joke's on you. I haven't fucking slept a good night since. (laughs) That would be an Irish thing too. To spite the fuck out of your fucking nose. Cut it off and be like, fuck you nose and fuck you face. I don't want either of them. Um, Oh yeah, because my buddy recently, we were boozing. And my t-shirt had a rainbow on it. Or had like a little tiny rainbow underneath the... Whatever the fucking name of the t-shirt was. Like, you'd barely notice it. And we were out, and he was like, Yeah, is that a rainbow on your t-shirt? And I was like, yeah, why? And he's like, you should change that. We were close enough that you can change your top. And I was like, why? And he had been boozing. And he was like, I just don't want people thinking we're gay. <laughs> I was like, What? What you want about? He's like, I'm not joking. I don't want people to think we're gay, so you should probably go and change it. <laughs> and I was like, wait, are you serious? He's like, look, I know you live in LA now. I know you're not gay, but still, people might think we're gay because you're wearing the rainbow, tiny little rainbow on the black T-shirt. And I was like, oh, good old Ireland. Good old Irish people. Never change me. Never change. <laughs> Speaking of causing the scene One time I remember This dude So I was out the other night I was in Phoenix And we were out with this guy And this dude He was sound Really cool guy And he had so much confidence out. We were walking down the street He drove us from like the, the comedy club And then we went downtown To some bars We were walking down the street And there was this like Methead just standing in the middle of the street Homeless looking dude the kind of guy you just like not look at when you're walking by. Henry man goes up to me. He's like, yeah, what's up, buddy? Just messing with him. And we were like, oh, you knew, you know him? And he's like, no. We're like, okay. And he did it again with another like really messed up looking dude. And we're like, what's going on? Then he just took a piss in the street. And we're like, well, what's happening here? And then we found out that... um his buddy came over after and he was like flicking his by his waist he's like you you packing tonight and the guy lifts up his top and he's got a gun on him (laughs) and me and my buddy Fahim were just like ah now that's that's where that's gun confidence giving zero zero shits I've not seen a guy give that little shits in ages and it was all because the gun confidence like that's not a thing in Ireland. At most, you'll, you if someone's trying to start stuff and it's not fighting in Ireland, they might try and stab you. Like this guy was trying to rob me one time when I was young. <laughs> Such a fucking thief. He was like, "I like your jacket." I was like, "Okay." We were by a shopping center where all the mishap would go down. And he was like, "Yeah, I like your watch too." I was like, "Okay." And he tried to, he's like, give me the watch. And I was like, no. He's like, give me the fucking watch. And I was like, no. 
and he took out a butter knife. <laughs> Which if you don't know what a butter knife, it's a very blunt knife. It's basically like a an elongated spoon. It's like a flat spoon. And he said it again. And then I was like, no, because I liked my jacket. And I liked my watch. Two presents, Christmas presents. He wasn't getting them off me. Plus, I didn't really think he was going to do anything. But then he tried to stab me with the butter knife. But the jacket was so puffy. It just kind of like went into the jacket. Didn't even rip the jacket. It just went into it and then came back out. And then I just took him out while I said, here, look, here's five pounds. Go away. And he took it and he went away. That happened another time. Same spot. Different pikeys. Pikeys, if you don't know, are gypsies. They're like travelers. They're like fuckers in Ireland. They're like metheads here, which I realized some metheads were trying to get talk to me the other day, like getting in fights and being weird because they wouldn't give him money. So I'm skipping from L.A. to Ireland very quickly. If you didn't know, Phoenix, L.A., Ireland. Keep up, people. Keep up. And um, uh, Methead the other night was like, give me money. And I was like, don't have any. He started following me. I was like, what are you doing? I don't have it. I was coming back from the gym. I literally didn't. He was like, oh, yeah, we're going to take the money or something like that. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, why am I even, like, talking? Why am I trying to, like, stand up to these metheads because they're the same as gypsies it's like fighting the wind i realized have you ever tried and fight the wind fought the wind i fought the wind and the wind won you can't beat the wind i got pissed at the wind one time this is how no this is how i knew la was making me dumber i had clothes out drying on my balcony on like a clothes horse and the wind i was like going to get them and the wind blew heavy winds and it blew and it blew them all onto the dirty floor and i got pissed and the wind then it blew a bit of a leaf branch into my face and i was trying to fight off the wind i was saying stop and i was like whoa i just tried to fight the wind what the fuck was i thinking that's what it's like fighting a methead because you know they probably don't care <laughs> what happens and that's like a pikey too you can't fight a pikey because they just won't give up you'll have to kill them isn't ideal it's not ideal oh could i be cancelled for that it's not ideal to kill a pikey america is cancelled and i'll be like oh baby oh baby no dates for me tonight i have been cancelled i have been given a new lease of life um so oh yeah so another pikey one time i must have had a nice watch i'm trying to remember what watch it was but we were leaving myself and my buddy were leaving uh, this shopping center, a mall, as you call it in America. Where the fuck does the word mall come from? I don't know. Literally have no clue. I tried to see if my brain would be able to deliver something there, and it was. It just said, no, no clue. Like a mall in Ireland means you're kissing a girl. You want to go to the mall? You want to go mall? You'd be like, oh, yeah, is she hot? <laughs> is she hot? Where should we mall? Around the back of the the back of the wall is it going to be a wall mall you'll still say it kind of in Ireland if you're like Jesus you were mauling the head off her that means you're kind of drunk and you were kissing her a lot oh yeah I mauled the head off her ah oh, we did some lovely mauling oh we mauled for dear life love a mall um, so we mauled it up oh no so we left the shopping centre and these two other different pikeys 
came up and they were like, nice watch. And I was with a buddy, Jonathan, at the time. And I was like, oh, no. And they were between us and where we were going. And they were knackers, pikeys, metheads, gypsies, the wind. They were like people you didn't want to fight. And the guy was like, give me your watch. I think my dad gave it to me. And I was like, no, <laughs> my dad will be so upset if I had to come home without my watch. And um, I was probably 12, between 12 and 15. Who knows? It's all a blur. Can't remember last weekend. And uh, one day I was like, give me your watch. And the other guy was like, give me your money. And I remember having five pounds in my pocket again. And they stopped us. And like, one guy stopped me. He was the bigger dude. And one guy stopped Jonathan. And Jonathan got the good side of the smaller dude. So he was on the way home. There was an an exit we were going towards that the cars drove out of. We were like, okay. And I looked at Jonathan. And I was like, here's the money. And I threw five pounds on the ground. And they went to go get the five pounds. The fucking idiots fell for the plan. Even though that was a lot of money to me at the time. I needed my watch. I needed to go home with my watch. And then me and Jonathan ran. And we ran and we jumped over a wall through the trees. And we kept running. And the pikeys chased us for probably... 10 yards and then stop chasing oh boy but we ran we ran for 20 minutes thinking they were just behind us we didn't look back we were like horses wild horses running home i had my watch jonathan started crying it was a fun time for all of us i still miss that five pounds i count that as a iou if i ever see those pikeys when i go back to cork i'll be like hey you owe me five pounds with interest because if I had invested that five pounds, even put it into the credit union, surely it would be 50 by now. Anyways, those knife-wielding thieves had knife confidence. This dude the other night had, um, had gun confidence, which is nice. <laughs> Maybe everyone should bring a gun on a date, because then you'll be at your most confident. You won't, you won't be awkward. You'll just be like, "What? Who gives a fuck? I'm, I have a gun. That's all the confidence I need. I have a gun. Who cares if this person is psychotic? Who cares what's going on? I have a gun. I wish I had a gun the other day, just for the confidence of it. Um." Because I found a grey hair. I haven't found too many grey hairs in my head. Not noticeable. And then I saw one in the front. And I got a little bit sad, dear listener. I said, oh, dear. Dear God. I thought I'd own a house by now. I thought I'd see a grey hair and I'd own a house. I'd have a lovely house. Some kids in the family. Um, you know, Stability. Just, you know, shit together. You're living, a, you're living a normal life. You're like your parents. That's what I thought. Then I saw the gray hair and I realized, no, you're, you're wrong. You're out there with, with gun, gun-wielding funny people. <laughs> you're not where you were going to be at all, murky boy. You got it all wrong. Congratulations. You just spent the weekend in Phoenix where it was so fucking hot. You spent the whole weekend looking ugly. Your face melted off you because the heat was next level. 
I couldn't stop looking ugly. I was sweating like a whore. Sweating. It was so hot. And then I met... So I was there with Michael Rappaport. We were doing a place called Copper Blues Live, which is really slick. Phoenix is weird. They have about eight really savage comedy clubs, and it's not that big of a place. And you're like, what? And they're all high tech. This one, the wall would come up and down. The sound system was unreal. The green room was like savage. You're just like, huh? I thought it was going to be kind of a little bar. But no, I was wrong. And then Fahim, he's another comedian, Fahim Anwar. He was doing a, a place down the street that I went over and looked at. And this place is slick too. They're all like modern clubs. Like, why? where's all the money? Maybe it's cheap there. But then I met Fahim one day. We were getting lunch. It was like 105. Just hot as balls, you know. Ugly, ugly weather. We got sweater weather. Well, this is ugly weather. Um, Cancelled me. I should have been cancelled for looking so ugly. And he was like, yeah, we sit outside. It was too cold inside. And I wasn't thinking straight because the heat had me thrown off like a fuck clown. If only I had the frame of mind where I was like, I'm going to distract the pikey by throwing the five pounds on the floor and running for dear life if only i'd done that with fahim but he got there before me and he sat outside and it wasn't really air conditioned and i slowly started cooking i started cooking like a pig just my cheeks went bright red i asian flush is that a thing when they go boozing they get all flushed well i had the irish flush of the heat ugliest sweating clammy looking um just moist looking human being uh like not good pink <laughs> is there any kind of good pink not good pink though um the ugliest skin looked like i had some like skin disorders i was i was pale bit tanned but mostly pink um you know it was a good look good look and i'll never forgive fahim for that i'll never forget i'll never meet him again for lunch and that's fair Never again he'll say, let's go for lunch. I'll say, no. I'll say, let's meet up soon. Which uh, in LA, if if anyone ever tells you in LA, oh, let's meet up soon, it means, oh, you know, I don't really like you. (laughs) If I wanted to meet up with you, I would. But let's meet up soon means go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Uh, This won't be happening. Let's cancel. I won't even make plans. You won't even get the satisfaction of cancelling plans with me. Because I'm going to give you a vague. Let's meet up soon. I'm going to do that to Fahim next time. After he made me sit outside with the full pink pig head. And then I had to walk home. Uh, our, my hotel was near the place where we were performing. For some reason, Rapport was at a different hotel, a resort. The fucker. And I was on this, the hotel was really nice, room was slick, all that gibber. But like, all that was around me for miles and miles was um, was just a car parking lot. It's just parking lot, parking lot, desert, nothing to see, fucking nothing to do, nowhere to go. They had a Starbucks, which is nice. They had a brunch place, which is okay. It was a walk. They had a Walgreens. You know, that's always exciting. Let's see what the Walgreens are like in this state. Maybe it was a CVS. I think it was a Walgreens. It was just like, what? What is here? Where are the people? 
Why am I in a fucking car park for miles and miles? And then we were like maybe 25 minutes from downtown. That's where the good bars were. Um, I don't get when people are like, oh, you got to come to this bar. If I live in West Hollywood, people are like, you got to come down to this downtown bar. It's really good. I'm like, how far away is it? It's just a 30-minute drive. And you're like, I, I, I prefer to eat some glass while masturbating because that's less of a buzz killer than driving for fucking 25, 30 minutes after some booze. Oh, let's drive all the way down there and then we've got to drive back. Just waste an hour. I hate it. I'm not a fan. I don't know how people do it. Same as Santa Monica. They're like, you got to come out there. It's unreal. And you're like, how long is it? Depends on traffic, but it's like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. No hope. No hope. Like your bus is fully gone. That's a long drive. If you hit traffic at midnight, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I not in a pub boozing? Why have I decided to go out and now I'm in a car for 25, 30 minutes? Just don't, don't do it. That's my advice. Like meeting Fahim for brunch and sweltering heat outdoors. Just don't do it. Next time he asks, I'll say, oh yeah, let's meet up soon. Oh yeah, 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 let's meet up soon. Let's meet up soon. Come on, we can do it. One girl I won't be meeting up with soon. I remember too, there was a girl before. And she told me, this is so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb, I love it. She told me one time, she's like, I was like, what are you up to? And she's like, oh, I'm thinking about making a curry for dinner. All right, riveting conversation. Really riveting. And I was like, I was literally at that time eating a curry. This is not a remarkable thing at all. A coincidence. And I said, haha, that's odd. I'm actually eating a curry right now. Is that odd? I don't know. In LA, kind of, because no one really eats curry here. So slightly-ish, kind of. And I said, haha, that's odd. And she replied, oh my God, men are such fucking liars. And then she blocked me. <laughs> she blocked me because she thought I was lying about eating a fucking curry. I was a, I was a bullet dodged in fairness, but still I was like, what, really? Come on. What kind of fucking issues are you, are you going through that you think I'd lie about eating a curry? Oh, yeah. Maybe if I tell this girl that I'm eating curry, she'll be like, get off the fucking bus. Get off. Get off the fence. You're eating a curry. Well, that's all I need to know. You need to get over here right now. Get over here and have sex with me. Because if you're eating curry and I'm eating curry, oh, no, that's, that's fate. I'd love to try and find her. And just be like, yeah, remember that? I'll, maybe I'll find her on Instagram. Hey, remember that time you blocked me because I said I was eating the curry? <laughs> what the fuck was that about, huh? <laughs> that is weird as shit At least just ghost Is that a ghosting? Nah Ghosting Is that a cancelling? Did she cancel me? Did she give me the great cancellation? The cancelling She ghosted, blocked It's all the same really You could blame my personality You're an ENTJ I am an INTPPPP This will never work 
Ah, no, you're a Gemini. Ah, you're a Gemini and I'm a Leo. God, you know what they say. You got to be like, haha, we have great sex. And they'd be like, oh, it's such a Gemini. Get the fuck away from me. You're like, all right, I tried. <laughs> I tried. But yeah, being blocked over curry, that was a nice touch. The curry debacle. Now I think I might try and find her on Instagram and be like, yo, 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 hey, curry, curry, curry. I'm trying to think if I've been blocked for better. No, I'd be surprised if that's probably the highlight. Nice bit of curry, probably got a dodgy stomach. You know how it goes, it was worth it. Worth it was worth the dodgy stomach just to be blocked. Do you know what I found out the other day as well? Actually, I was talking to a psychologist. Oh, man, I love smart people. <laughs> that sounds so dumb. But I do because, like, uh, people in L.A. are... What is the word? Before, I would have been able to tell you the word. They're like, they know how to do stuff, but I wouldn't call them smart or intelligent. But they'll make money. It's shocking how people are really dumb and they can make money. Um, like uh, people always tell me, oh, you got to be really intelligent to be a comedian. And before I would have been like, yeah, you do. And then I think about some people I know who make money doing comedy. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not really the case. You can be dumb and be a make money doing comedy too. You can be good and be dumb. Um, you're just like streetwise. Is that the word? No, I feel like there's a better word, but my brain is dumb. My brain is dumb, so now I don't know. But um, I was chatting to this. I like people who are good texters too. And I was texting this psychologist. She told me that your mood is like determined in your stomach. I always thought it would be determined in your head. Um, which why my mood is fairly empty all the time. But apparently it's your stomach, so like whatever you're feeling in your stomach is goes to your brain, and then you're like, oh, I'm tense, I'm anxious, blah, blah, blah. And that's why I'm like, yeah, my head is never stressed, but oh, boy, is my stomach always dodgy. Oh, is it dodgy? And I'm like, oh, that's why it's always like anxious and tight and firm. And oh, that's why I have an eight pack. That's We figured it out, guys. We figured it out. I have an eight pack due to anxiety. So that's good to know. And she was like, uh, I was kind of late for a flight. And she was like, oh, just rub your stomach, soften it up, soften up your stomach. So now I'm in the back of an Uber, just massaging my stomach. The Uber driver probably thinks I'm masturbating in the back seat. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's way better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so hard. Now it's soft. And my brain was like, all right, cool. Cool, there we go. She told me too, she gave me, uh, she was like, when you're on stage, feel your feet. She's like, make a note to feel your feet. And I tried it and I was like, oh, this is good. Because then that makes you be in the moment, present. You're there. You're like, oh, yeah, I can feel my feet there. I can feel the rest of my body. I'm here. I'll remember this all. It's weird, like small little things. You're like, ah, interesting. She was like, mentally imagine what, how you want the audience to see you and then I did it as a stunning man with a stunning head pack and just the most beautiful hair and ignored the pink pig face just a beautiful 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 boy 
And then myself and Michael Rappaport, we killed all the shows. So, you know, that was because I was feeling my feet. At one point, I went on stage and I felt Michael Rappaport's feet. I said, here, here's a little, here's a little foot massage. You want a foot, foot massage? And he said, get the fuck off the stage. And I said, anything, anything you want, Big Mike? Whatever you need. But yeah, I do like smart people. They remind me not to get dumb. Like, I've noticed myself recently, I used to be like, is it loose or lose? How do I spell loser again? Is it L-O-O-S-E-R? Hmm. Is it choose or chose? I'd be like, I chose. What is my chosen? What is my choosing? I know the worst one is like, I've been texting. And I'd be like, oh, I thought it was a different time. And I'll spell it T-A-U. And I'd be like, oh, dear God, is this what Alzheimer's feels like? Oh, dear God. And I'll start shaking my arms. And I'd be like, am I having a heart attack? Do I need to get the bus? Do I need to get on a bus to go to the hospital? And I'll just say, no, it's just your body realizing you're dumb now, Mark. You're a dumb, dumb fucker. And you think I thought it was an earlier time. Is spelled T-A-U-G-H-T. Mark, you should be buried alive in your own retired sperm and then i'll be like okay brain and then the brain be like this isn't me talking this is your stomach and i'll be like ah i forgot my stomach that's where all this anxiety comes from maybe i should take something up to relax maybe i should try meth it's very relaxing maybe vaping Vaping now that it's been outlawed, banned. Oh, I'll be a pure rebel. They'll be like, "There's the guy with the eight pack who vapes." Imagine you, your child died, and you had to tell people, "Ah, oh, yeah, Billy, he died from vaping." <laughs> Jesus, you'd be embarrassed. You would be embarrassed. Oh, yeah, he died from vaping. So I was thinking too. I do this new bit in my act about suicide in Ireland. Hilarious premise. Suicide in Ireland. Oh, the crowd is in tears. But imagine how like confusing and suspicious people must have been when the first suicide happened. You're like, where's Henry? And then you're like, hey, he's been he's been in his room for a while. And you walk in and Henry's dead. And you're like, huh? <laughs> Who fucking killed Henry? And then eventually, after months and months of detective work, you're like, he killed himself. <laughs> Why would he do that? What? I haven't worked that into the joke in case you're wondering, in case you're like, is this a bit? No, it's just me. I must Google that. The first ever suicide. What happened? What was going on? I felt like I was dead coming back from Phoenix. Oh, I was so tired. Didn't sleep well. Out boozing, gallivanting. We had such an early flight. It was like, I had to be up at five or something. Oh, they're the worst. Got an Uber. He took me to Rappaport Hotel. This dude had been smoking as he was driving up to me. I was like, I was getting sick in his car. And then we couldn't get an Uber for fucking 20 minutes. So we were just like, hey, can you just keep driving to the airport? We'll give you money. The guy was like, cool. So now we're sitting in the back of his car. And like, we we don't know anything in Phoenix. We don't know where the airport is. But the minute he turned out of the hotel, we were like, he's going the wrong way. We get out Google Maps and he's going the wrong way. And we're like, hey, 
hey boss you know where you're going he's like yeah we're like you're meant to be going the other way he's like oh and just as you turn on the highway <laughs> we were like all right all right stomach started getting tense started getting the old apac started getting the old v-shape uh workout in and then we got there and i felt like i was dead on the plane weekend at bernie's oh i got funny flight going to i was in new york too i forgot the week before oh it's been a while for the podcast sorry dear listener oh forgive me please jesus forgive me but uh went to new york for shows doing shows to jack whitehall we did stand up new york oh they were mighty sold out good work to all the creeps that came out i was doing shows there all week but my flight out there was early too and the flight it was such a weird flight because everyone seemed like it was the first time ever on a plane no one knew how to do anything there was some dude shouting at the stewardesses because he didn't want to move his hat and his hat was dumb and there was another guy with another hat and everyone was being dumb over their hats and then there was a Chinese woman sitting next to me on the aisle. And then she was trying to like call the stewardess and she couldn't speak English. English. Jeez, oh, I'm so dumb. I forgot to say the word English. English? Jesus. All right, that's it, people. You just heard another point in my life where I become dumb. English. That doesn't sound right still. Am I having a stroke? <laughs> Am I having a stroke? English. Ah, there we go. What the fuck was I just doing with my mouth? Was I just trying to maul myself? English. What did I say in it? English. English. Uh, who knows? Oh, time to delete this podcast. So she couldn't speak English. Um, so she started using Google Translate on her phone with the speaker. And she was saying some stuff. And then she typed it in. She said, I don't like who I'm sitting next to. Please move me. And at the time, I was like, hmm, that's hilarious. Because the woman was like, okay. <laughs> and she left, and then the woman got moved. And I, I thought it was about the person on her right-hand side. But then I was like, was that about me? Was that about me on the aisle? Could that have been it? Either way, I was like, that's a good move. Who gives a fuck? I'm just going to do that next time. Just make some weird request using Google I only speak Irish. I can't speak English. I can't even pronounce the word anymore. Then just get out Google and be like, hey, I don't like this fucker next to me. Can you move me? Please, God, please move me. For the love of Jesus. And I went to New York. Oh, I was having some laugh, boozing with my buddy. New York's the same. Like, we, uh, as like downtown LA, come on, 25 minutes. I was getting Ubers for so long. We were doing shows uptown, New Manhattan or something. And then we had to go downtown to some bars. And you're like, all right, this is 25 minutes. We went to some nightclub one night. We all, oh, the nightclub was so loud. We knew the promoter, sound dude. He was at the show and then he was like, come on, we have a table. And there was a table next to the DJ booth. But the place was packed and the bouncers were kind of pricks. Because there was a lot of women, but there was also like four dudes. And then they literally had like a square around like whatever way the tiles were around the table. They were like, yeah, you can't step outside the square. And they were like, all right, man, it's cool. Whatever you fucking need to say. 
But then we obviously stepped outside the square because it was absolutely packed. And he was like, you're, what? you're in the table next to your square. And we were just like, what? It was so loud too. Shouting at each other. Shouting. And then I, I left for a while. I went with a girl and we went boozing at an Irish bar. Like two chumps. Boozing. I like the way Irish bar dudes, Irish barmen. They don't really like me initially. They're like, where are you from? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually they keep talking and they're like, oh, yeah, all right, yeah, I'd love to come to a show. But initially they treat me like I'm I'm a version of Bano. Are you living out in L.A.? you queer? <laughs> you don't have any rainbows on you, do you? Do you have any rainbows on you there now or what's going on? Should I be Should I be wary of you? And then by the end, they're like, do you want some more Guinness? I'll give you a free pint of Guinness. Then I'm, the next night to it, went out with my buddy Jimmy. Oh, we had some laugh. Belly ache laughing. Jesus, we were sweating. We went to this Irish bear because he wants to drink Guinness. That was near the comedy place. Like the fuckers wouldn't turn on the AC. Just the fucking Guinness was savage though, so we stayed there. But we were laughing, sweating. Oh, laughing like whores, belly laughing. Um, I was getting annoyed with Jimmy too, though. Like, do you ever like a girl and then you're like, you're like, ah, oh, what's this weird feeling out of my control? Oh, I'm looking forward to her text. Oh, this is a bit, this is a bit rainbow. I'm looking forward to her text. Usually, I'm only, I'm only looking forward to death. <laughs> the sweet relief, and now. And then you're like, you text and you're waiting for her to text back. You're like, come on, come on, meet me halfway. And then you get a text <laughs> and then you realize it's from your friend Jimmy. And even though you, Jimmy's your great friend, you're like, oh, fuck you, Jimmy. <laughs> fuck, fuck off, Jimmy. Would you, fuck off, Jimmy. Stop texting me. And he's just trying to be nice. Where are we meeting? You're like, fuck off, Jimmy. I'm waiting for a text from this woman. She almost was making me look forward to death less. So that's what was happening with Jimmy until I met him. And then we had a great left. And I was like, oh, yeah, Jimmy's Jimmy's sound. But Jesus, people in LA or in New York, I feel like are the flakiest people. The amount of people that would flake, they'll be like, oh, I can't wait to come to your show. Can't wait. Yeah, come on, my friends. Come on, my friends. I'm on the way. I'm in a taxi. Here I am. I'm here. Where are you? And then you just never hear from them again. They'll be like, oh, I ended up in Brooklyn or Bushwick or fucking Ballybag. Oh, yeah, I was close, but we didn't make it four days later. Are you still here? And I'm like, no, I'm in LA. Ah, fuck. I can't believe that. Ah, shit. The biggest flakes. They're probably the worst. People complain about rats in New York, but I feel like the flakes are, bit, are, are worse than the rats. They're, at least the rats are, are chilled. They don't lie to you. Flakes, they'll lie all day. They'll flake away, flaky mac. Um, and then I was so tired. You ever, have you ever been so tired you can actually get some sleep? You're like, finally, I'm going to sleep. Oh, dear Jesus, what's this? Sleep? Oh, Betsy. That's how I felt after Phoenix and New York. Being on the road is tiring, especially if you're boozing. And you know me, people. I'm a dumb, dumb man. Tired, but now I'm back. And I'm reinvigorated. I'm pumped. 
I do feel too after being on the road. I feel like uh, we should start having interventions for stupid people. Maybe that's me. Maybe that I've become so stupid now that people are going to be like, "Hey, Mark, come on, we're all going over to uh, to, to Jerry's house. Come on, the way over. Yeah, be there around seven thirty, Mark, and you know, just just, just wear comfortable shoes. <laughs> just wear like comfortable clothes, and you'll get there, and they'll be like, "Yeah, Mark, it's time. Uh, we need to talk." And you'll be like, "Why are all my friends here? What's happening? Why are my why, why are my family here?" Is it my birthday? Am I that dumb? I forgot it was my birthday. They'd be like, no, you don't know how to speak English. You don't know how to say the words. You're forgetting words. You think the word thought is thought. You're dumb, Mark. You're officially dumb. You're looking forward to texts. You think texts from a crush are the equivalent of looking forward to death. We need a word, Mark. We need a word. You're now an idiot. And uh, we're trying to stop that from happening. So work with us. Let's see if we can make this happen. Let's see if we can turn it around. Because if not, we're out. You're on your own. And I'll be like, why? What? <laughs> it was one dumb thing I did before. I was drunk before. And uh, I was trying to get a girl to come over to my place. And I texted her, hey, you want to come over and look at my couch? <laughs> and then I sent her a picture of my couch. Needless to say, it didn't work. That's... <laughs> One of the most dumb, dumber chat-up lines I've tried. You want to come see my couch? At least I didn't say, want to come see my penis? <laughs> then sent a photo of my penis. No, at least in my dumbest moments. Can I be cancelled for sending a girl a photo on my couch? Maybelly. Maybelly? Whoa, did not even mean that. Maybelly. What the fuck is wrong with me? Maybelly. The Maybelly. The Maybelly. The Maybelly. The cancelling and the Maybelly. Wow, time to cancel myself, people. All right, that's it. It's over. I'm sorry. We can't. Oh, it's almost 55 minutes. All right, we did well enough. There we go. Uh, Good work, dear listener. We're back. We're back in the game. Happy days. Happy days. All right. Uh, Go on to iTunes and rate this five stars, please. Apparently, I need to say that more. People are giving out to me. They're like, your podcast needs more exposure. Unlike your couch that you keep sending to poor, innocent women. Um, hit me up on Instagram, at the Marquez. Hit me up on Twitter, at Trickadoo. Snapchat, at Trickadoo. I got a show. If you're in LA, today's Tuesday. If you're in LA, tomorrow, Wednesday, the 18th. Come along. 9.45 at the Laugh Factory. And then I'm going to Dallas, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, for shows at the Improv in Dallas with Michael Yo and Michael Inochi. So come on out, Dallas people. I love to. Every time I leave somewhere, I'll just be in Phoenix and someone will hit me up the day I'm at the airport. When are you in Phoenix next? And I'll be like, I'm fucking here. I'm just leaving. You missed three shows. When are you in New York? I was just there. I did seven shows. I did five hour long shows there. Oh, when are you back next? I think in October. I'll be there again with Michael Rappaport in October if you're in New York. But if you're in Dallas, come on out this weekend. Or if you're in Long Beach, I'll be in Laugh Factory, Long Beach on Sunday. All right, that's it. That's all we have, people. We tried. We tried and we failed. Maybe, hopefully, someone could go through this, find something to cancel me. That would be great. Oh, that'd be great. I wouldn't have to do anything again. 
I'm down the great cancellation. Maybelly. Maybelly. Oh, that's embarrassing. All right. Goodbye. Sure, go on. Sure, go on. Don't forget to tell your friends. Hey, listen to this fucker. Get dumber as he speaks. Thank you. Goodbye. Good talk. 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 Good talk.